You are listening to I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up podcast, episode 10, Photographers and Museums. We're live. Well, do you consider it live if it's previously recorded and then released after being edited? (laughs) I don't think so. No? Okay. Well, then we are recording. We're rocking and rolling. We are, uh, we're battling the elements tonight, Kristen. We are, from inside our houses. I mean, from the safety of the penthouse and the, uh, oh. Bungalow. Mm, oh, the bungalow. Yeah, that's a good name. I was trying to think of something. That's what you called it last That's time. not house apartment. <laughs> yes. Yes, bungalow. the penthouse and the bungalow. Um, we might have some interruptions because lightning has not stopped for oh i don't know 10 to 15 minutes it's been just constant pretty much my power flickered so if i lose mm-hmm. wi-fi kari just go on without me although my laptop same, same. won't be able to record you just keep talking to yourself in your penthouse oh <laughs> uh, there you go that would be that would be a special episode that's for the patreon for sure I want to hear that. I would pay for that. In the dark. (laughs) Corey in the dark. (laughs) My power flickered also, so uh, we're in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) And it's also, fun fact, it's currently August 10th that we're recording. And when I popped on Time Hop today, it is the one year anniversary of Kristen and I almost driving through probably the worst one of the worst tornadoes we've had in chicago since i've been here for sure yeah the only other time i remember a storm like that do you remember we had a tornado warning when we were like freshmen in college so that was yes 2000 mom and dad were flying in that night it was like homecoming or something right or Mm -hmm. Yep, it was homecoming freshman year. And I was panicked because I was so, 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 so homesick. And it was like a potential that their flight would be canceled. Yeah. Yeah. They made it, though. That's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it made my homesickness 10 times worse after they left. But (laughs) it was definitely my... My freshman year, I went home probably too much because I was also mm-hmm. um, homesick. And yeah, I definitely think it makes it worse the more you go home or see people. Totally. And I was so jealous of um, people at North Park who were a megabus away because oh. plane was really my only option for a quick trip. Could drive could but even then like remember rental cars like renting a car before you were 25 it was way more expensive oh you could have driven my minivan i would have let you do that <laughs> you 100 percent would have <laughs> i would have gone with you i drove, you would have i drove in the back seat of the tiniest car i don't even know what it was called it was some i think it was a ford Next to someone's suitcase, I had just enough room for me to sit next to it all the way to Connecticut in college. 
and I would not like to do that again, but I bet that's what the Megabus would have felt like. So I don't think you would have enjoyed that if you could have taken the Megabus to Connecticut. No. I only took the Megabus once in my life um, to Minnesota Hmm. with Rebecca. And yeah, you know, one and done is good for me. Yeah. I took it overnight to Omaha from Chicago. It was rough. (laughs) It was right in our wheelhouse, though, of affordability. It's true. It was very cheap. Yeah. Shout out to Megabus. Yeah. Are they still around? (laughs) I've seen it on the highway, and I'm like, oh, Oh. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I... I think I'm glad I can afford a nice car. Yes. <laughs> yes. Even my 2002 gold Camry can make it all over the continental U.S. So. See? Much preferred. <laughs> well, and after using my Southwest credit card all through the pandemic, I just got <laughs> uh, two tickets to Baltimore and one ticket to Omaha, all paid 100% by my points. Still have points yep. left. <laughs> so, <laughs> shout out to Southwest. <laughs> like, is this podcast sponsored by the Megabus, Southwest, or the pandemic? Not no, sure. We're always sponsored by Siete, but. Yes, shout out to Siete. I did enjoy a lovely lunch today um, filled with only Siete products. So, wow. You know, if. Yeah. Um, you know, I know Siete is not sold everywhere in the U.S., and I don't think they're abroad for our international listeners, but I am just in. All you need in life is Siete. It's true. And I have enjoyed seeing their Instagram posts now that the I've Fallen and Can't Get Up podcast is following Siete Foods. Uh, yes. Every time I open Instagram, it's like the f- top one. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and again, I just can't get enough, so... Shout out to Siete. Thank you for being our first and currently only sponsor on Megabus Southwest. We're here. We're ready. Um, Although Megabus, you might not want to sponsor (laughs) us after our review. Hey, we got there very cheaply. Yeah. It was a ride. Yep. (laughs) It got us from point A to point B. Thank you, Megabus. Yes, definitely. Well, we have today four listener submissions. I'm very excited. I don't think I even told you that one of my submissions was written by the person who submitted it. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. I'm going to save that for last. Please do. I am excited. Should we... uh, we get, oh, wait, first, um, Chris, make sure I get this right. Our email is ifallenpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at ifallen and I can't give up. Please, we love listener submissions. We love having to do minimal work in preparation for this. So, <laughs> And the submissions are always better than ones that we yes. find on our own. So Agreed. And... When we get listener submissions, we tend to not read very thoroughly through them or read them at all. So there's, you know, the element of surprise. We might bring back the randomizer, you know, 
you never to know. be determined. I mean, possibilities are endless. Uh, thank you for being patient with us. It, as you know, it's August tenth. It's summer. We've had things going on. So probably, unfortunately, as we get into the fall and life gets back to a more normalized schedule, we will probably record more. Although I'll be unemployed by then, so who knows? I'm going to be overseas, just traveling all by myself. Got nothing holding me here. Shout out to Kristen's family. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be fine. They'll be fine. I'm, I'm I'm not far away. I'm about a mile away. I'll I'll be stuck here, so <laughs> can help them pull out the fort. That's nice of you. <sighs> it is true, though. It's like the busier you are, at least for me. Like I feel like, oh, like Kristen, let's record Tuesday. Where when I have less of a structured schedule, it could be like weeks that go by, and then I'm like, oh, <laughs> I had more time, but I didn't do it. Yeah, it happens. But our listeners like just being surprised when a new episode drops. Yeah, we like to keep you on your toes. Um, and again, though I just said we might record, you know, a little more regularly, we certainly are not keeping any sort of structured schedule. That's not how we do things here. Not at all. <laughs> or how either of us do things any other time. In life. <laughs> In Totally true. Um, Before we get going, just you might notice that our intro and outro music is different. Um, We do not own the rights to any of the songs we're playing. Just want to make sure we make that explicitly clear once again. Um, And if you recognize them, please, again, reach out to us. Email, Instagram. If you know us, you can text us. Um, We're not going to be giving out our numbers yet. Again, if you join Patreon, that might, you know... Maybe we'll open a Discord or a Slack or just something, you know, where you can speak directly to me and Kristen. But um, if you don't know them, that's probably because perhaps you didn't attend um, a church youth group or a church camps like Kristen and I both did. And if you did attend those and you still don't recognize the music. um, You didn't attend enough. I was going to say that's probably a good thing. No, you <laughs> didn't attend enough. Better. You were not inundated enough in the culture of the especially evangelical, <laughs> I would think, church. But Yeah, so again, reach out to us. Maybe we'll send you some swag or just a, um, hey, good for you. So <laughs> I'll be sending swag. Kari will go, yeah, awesome. <laughs> All right. Should we let me, since you're going to go last, that means I have to go first. first. All right. So shout out to Chelsea. She is not a first time caller. She has submitted um, stories before. I believe her last one was, am I the asshole for telling my grandma to shut up about sex? (laughs) We are not talking about grandmothers and sex tonight. So you ready for uh, the headline, Kristen? I am. I'll also say that Chelsea also sent my first story, and they're not the same story. So, double go, shout Chelsea. out to Chelsea. Yeah, here we go. All right, let's start it off. Am I the asshole for taking back a gift from a fake baby? From a fake baby? Yep. Am I the asshole for taking back a gift from a fake 
baby. No. <laughs> it's my, it's my instinct all, too. What? And second, no. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope. I just hope we're not getting into McChicken territory with the story here, where <laughs> things seem clearly fabricated. All right. Here goes nothing. I work at a popular clothing retailer and I enjoy my job very much. My coworkers are great, customers are bearable, but one coworker, let's call her Rhonda, has been making my work life a living hell recently. We have worked together for a couple of years now and things were great. I would even say we were work friends. She invited me to her daughter's baby shower last month and I agreed to go. What I didn't know was this was not a regular baby shower. I arrived with a gift and was talking to my other coworkers that were there and we figured out none of us had met the daughter. Rhonda introduced her daughter to our little group and I congratulated her and thanked her for having us. She laughed and said something like, thank you, but I'm not pregnant quite yet. But it's always good to be prepared for when the time comes. I was visibly confused, which seemed to offend her. <laughs> After <laughs> This is kind of a long one, so here we go. After she walked away from our group, my coworker explained that Rhonda had told her when they arrived that this isn't a regular baby shower, and her daughter had been feeling down because quite a few of her friends had been pregnant. I asked the friends if they knew beforehand, but they said no, that they were confused why they were asked to buy gifts, but decided not to make a big deal about it. I asked Rhonda why she wouldn't tell us that it wasn't a baby shower for a specific baby, and she explained the physical invitations explained it was a party for her daughter to shower her with love. Well, none of us coworkers got physical invitations. I asked Rhonda if I could take back my gift since I am not made of money and I would prefer to get her daughter a gift when she was actually having a baby. Rhonda said that I would be rude to take a gift back after giving it and that her daughter was going through a lot and was looking forward to opening presents. Oh <clears throat> Doesn't say how old Rhonda's daughter is here, but assuming uh, old enough. I said, I'm sorry, but I can't do this. I took my gift and left. The daughter sent me hateful messages over Facebook. <laughs> oh. Wow, that was crazy. I saw the lightning like around me and then I saw it on your face and then I heard it. <laughs> that was intense. <laughs> It is perfect. The lightning is traveling through our computer. The daughter sent me hateful messages over Facebook, including calling me a disrespectful old bitch and a bad friend to Rhonda. I feel bad for storming off and taking back the gift if it was going to cause this much grief. Also, I realized I grabbed a gift that was on top of mine that was from my coworker, and she said she wants me to bring it back to her and not give it to Rhonda and her daughter. But Rhonda found out and is threatening to go to HR if I don't return the oh gifts God. and buy something else off the registry. Most of the items on the registry aren't even for babies for the suffering I've caused. Am I the asshole for taking back a gift because I was lied to? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is so weird. Right. <laughs> um... Do you think gonna the other people fine. really knew that it wasn't, there wasn't a baby? The people who got actual invites? 
It's a little unclear. I'm going to try and find... I know she said the invite said that they were showering her with love, but she made a registry? I'm so confused. Why? Right, and you know... So her friends were having babies, and she was, like, feeling left and out? And we don't know... I, it doesn't mention the daughter's, like, marital status, you know, if she had been trying and unsuccessful. Like... Yeah. There's not a lot of detail about this daughter's backstory. Okay. Gonna read first some first comment goes not the asshole and i would go to hr first and tell them your coworker is harassing you about gifts for a fake baby shower and demanding you buy her daughter presents just for the heck of it and lying about her daughter having a baby Rhonda's behavior is wackadoodle and then the original poster said all the co-workers by the way not just original poster she approached multiple co-workers for a gift grab and is now pissed that she took one back. Or sorry, this isn't the original poster. They're just all saying she asked all the coworkers for ever totally bananas. Yeah. 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 When you said she wanted to go to HR, I was like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> what is HR gonna do? <laughs> this is not a work issue. No, this is just I think wackadoodle behavior. Um, also, Kristen, I think we're ready for the gavel, but I have bad news. What? The gavel is in my car. <laughs> I think you need to go get it. <laughs> Kristen purchased an official squeaky gavel of justice. However, have you tried? Weather. <laughs> have you tried hitting it on a table? Does it actually? Squeak? Yes, it squeaks. <laughs> it works. It's okay. We like your squeaky gavel, Kari. I, well, I think I would just like to, at least for your entertainment, actually have the gavel and still make my own sound effects. But um, even though I parked ridiculously close to the penthouse, I'm not going out there for fear of being struck down by God. <laughs> I don't blame you. But I'm with the commenter who said Rhonda's behavior is wackadoodle. How about you? Definitely. I see no... Mm-mm. I can't find a reason that she's an nope. asshole. So. All right, we ready for it? Yep. Squeaky gavel of justice, not an asshole. <laughs> Man, I wish I got that out of my car before it started. <laughs> next time, opened. next time. Mm. Oh. That was some pretty good thunder in there too. Right as I was, right as she was getting hateful messages from the daughter for being disrespectful. Oh. I was about to be a disrespectful old bitch and. Oh. <laughs> oh, that stuff, folks. Okay, I've got one from Chelsea. All right, thank you, Chelsea. That was a. Uh, <laughs> that was something. <laughs> that was a story that. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. never, never heard of. I'm going to have to, like, research these, like, non-baby showers. Yeah, I wasn't drinking before, but thing. that's making me pour some whiskey. So, Kelsey, thank you for that. <laughs> Wowee. Um, the title of this one doesn't give quite... I don't think it would give me enough context, but we'll see what you think. Okay. So, the title is am i the asshole for yelling at my husband in the middle of the night for this 
Yeah, that's a that's a real hard depends. <laughs> I don't well, know. <laughs> what if I'm just yelling at my husband in the middle of the night? Am I the asshole? Depends. Are you conscious? <laughs> good, good question. Okay. Here goes. So my husband and I have a five-month-old son. He's our first, and as new parents, we struggle a lot, but no complaining as we help each other all we can. However, also, it's okay to complain. However, <laughs> I've been having this tiny little issue with my husband lately. He constantly takes our son's pacifiers and chews on them like a dog for no reason, causing them to be ruined. I wish I had caught your face right there on video to post on Instagram. <laughs> he does this every time he spends time with our son. He'd end up taking his pacifier from his mouth and then he puts it in his mouth, starts chewing on it, and ruins it with his teeth. I always have to get a new one or multiple, but soon they get chewed on and ruined. I asked my husband what the deal was, and he said he doesn't know, he can't help it, cannot control himself whenever he sees that pacifier, he just grab it and chew on it. I sternly told him to stop taking our son's pacifiers and ruining them, <laughs> causing me to spend money on new ones, but he does it again. Last night, our son couldn't sleep, because of the heat and I had to wake up at 2 a.m. to him crying. Before I tried to get him to calm down, I looked for his pacifier. I found it on the counter looking completely chewed out and ruined. I woke my husband up immediately to ask if he just ruined the new pacifier I got for our son. He said he did. I asked if he was serious and he tried to make light of the situation after I told him now our son cannot settle without his pacifier. He said he'd get a new one in the morning under the condition that I stopped getting in his face about it. I ended up blowing up and yelling at him because our son needed his pacifier to sleep and he just ruined it by chewing on it like he was a dog. He, uh, he looked at me confused and said, it's just a pacifier. Why make a big deal out of it? I had him get up to get our son to calm down and he threw a fit about how controlling I was and how unfair it was for me to yell at him in the middle of the night calling me crazy for making such a fat fuss over a pacifier. I reminded him that I already told him it was weird and wrong of him to take and ruin our son's stuff like that, but he still said I was being too harsh on him for a small mistake. I spoke to my sister about it in the morning. She told me he could have been having stress issues explaining his behavior. I felt guilty since he said he couldn't help it, but I feel like he doesn't care. Hell, he doesn't even get replacements. And then at the bottom it says, Someone asked if there were any behavioral changes my husband shows after our son was born. The baby talk and the chewing were all I could think of. Maybe him dropping things constantly. What? <laughs> Um, yeah. So, what do you think, Kari? Um, have you ever seen the show on TLC called My Strange Addiction? I've seen, like, very little snippets of it. I think I saw one where someone was eating the inside of a couch cushion. Yes, um, there's been insulation. Um, it's not always eating. Um, someone was sexually attracted to balloons. Or one guy was in love with his, um... I think it was red cars. 
Okay. But it makes me think of the show because what is with this chewing on the pacifier thing? Mm-hmm. It obviously seems like the dad can't stop. Right. But I don't... I don't think the wife's an asshole for being upset. No, and but I for, think... I mean, like, it seems like the husband knows that this is an issue, right? And, like, mm-hmm. even if he can't help it, he could still do something to help where he's buying new ones or... Buying his own! Apologizing or, like, yeah, anything to help the situation instead of just calling her crazy. Like, get that guy a teething ring. Yeah. Like, it could very well obvi- be a weird... It seems like, and I know, all right, everyone, here it goes. I'm going to say a word combination that makes us all laugh. But it seems like this guy has a real, like, oral fixation. Like, why else would you be chewing and not feel like you can't chew or stop chewing on pacifiers that are meant for your child? Right. And it sounds like he... There's obviously some pleasure that he's getting from it that's enough that he can't stop seemingly yeah it says he said he cannot control himself whenever he sees a password he grab it and chew on it and also if he does that when his son has it i would think the son either is okay or he's able to calm him down without it right hopefully <laughs> i don't know but yeah it does sound like um this fella needs to needs to go to some kind of counseling replacement behavior therapy type thing um but i'm still with no the wife's not an asshole for being upset i'm sure if you want to kind of play my i guess my only devil's advocate would be instead of yelling constantly and she did say he can't stop it's seeking a different solution in which to help with this problem but that's about as close to devil's advocate as I can get yeah and I would almost say I mean it was 2am and I know in the middle of the night especially if you have a Mm -hmm. baby that's not sleeping well like you get upset about things that you would not normally get upset about or you respond to things differently than you would and like there needs to be a little bit of grace between spouses in that sense of being like, I understand it was 2 a.m. I mean, she could totally. apologize if she totally. thought she was overreacting, but he's showing no ownership in this and just like saying, right. what's the problem? I'm chewing on pacifiers. Like, okay, if you know what's going to happen, do something about it. Get yourself a pacifier or something else to chew or replace them. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes, you, regardless, there should be some scenario in which at least there's one pacifier that's specifically for right. the kid. Cause, but yes, sounds like, yeah, some behavior, I don't even know if that's the technical term. Uh, we'll probably consult with Kristen. Shout out to Kristen, who was on our last episode. But um, like behavior replacement, replacement behavior, I'm not sure what order those words go in. But. 
Yeah, there's a comment on here also that a quick Google search suggests that pacifiers are available in adult sizes thanks to a particular corner of the fetish community. (laughs) So maybe get him one of his own. I was kind of wondering, well, right? Because now that you say that, that is totally a thing. And maybe, I'm like, maybe there could be, I'm sure there are adult pacifiers, and I would imagine some that you probably could chew but wouldn't chew through as easily as a pacifier meant for an infant or toddler oh yeah that's a good point i would think (laughs) i don't i don't know if i really want to start googling that just for fear (laughs) of the ads show up when i'm just like browsing regular websites but was that a thing in your was it like middle school when people were going around with pacifiers around their neck maybe it was elementary school a little bit i do remember well and yeah like a baby was like a common i feel like halloween costume and yeah halloween sure a lot of people were babies definitely well i say no she's not the asshole yeah i'm ready for the squeaky gavel of justice not an asshole again (laughs) i hope some of you find it comforting that it seems like it is rare i mean we had a major asshole last time but um it's rare that we have we don't have a lot of assholes here so no although they are out there they just don't submit their own stories <laughs> it definitely seems like the mid asshole subreddit is for a lot of people seeking validation more so that they're not an asshole than people being like i really meant like i would never post something on reddit where i was like could even see how i was in the wrong yeah, that's true. It's more like, my husband thinks I'm an asshole, but you guys yes, need to exactly. convince him that I'm not. Yes. Unless I was pretty confident, at least 75% of people would be like, no, you're not. I definitely wouldn't post it. That's just me. But, all right. Well, we have now, thank you, Chelsea. Those two, those were good. They were very different. Um like that and now we're going into christine's story so again thank you christine also submitted too mm-hmm. so shout to shout to our pal christine which actually you know what this is like the roommate episode well we both lived with christine i guess i i was gonna say i lived with chelsea you lived with christine but i also lived with christine at one point so <laughs> no i was I the only one i was the only one that lived with christine you were the only one that lived with chelsea so there we go. Kari forgot. I lived, about the, I lived with Chelsea for three years. How many years did you live with Christine? Three years? Because junior, senior, and then the year after school. Oh, the year after. Okay. Well, that was bright over here. That was <laughs> I saw that through your blinds. Um, I lived with Christine sophomore year and junior year. Okay, then I lived with her senior. We never lived together, me and Kristen, fun fact. But That's why we're still friends. Most- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am no longer friends with Christine nor Chelsea. And <laughs> exactly. See, living Chelsea together just ruins friendships. Friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's why the right. divorce rate is so high. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Well, that I am glad I realized that I did live with Christine before I made that declaration. 
anyway, both Chelsea and Christine were one or both of our roommates. That's what I originally meant to say. So. Good, good cover. Anywho, all right. Ready? I'm ready. Am I the asshole for not letting my friend use my wedding photographer for engagement shoots? All right, Chris, and I'm going to lean heavily on you because you are married. I am not. Would you let me use your wedding photographer? Yeah, I feel like there's key information missing because I'm like, why would I not let you use my wedding photographer? Yeah, if I got engaged tomorrow and asked Kristen who did your wedding photography, can I use them for Kelly Kowitzki. Kelly Kowitzki. Yep. Maybe I'll be calling you for an engagement shoot. photos, but she lives in Denver, so good luck. (laughs) Um, But yes, I would let you use her for sure. All right, shout out to you, Kelly. Here we go. I got married last weekend. The day before my wedding, one of my bridesmaids got engaged. I was super happy for her and told her I was so excited for her wedding. Then... The next day, my friend kept saying she wanted her engagement photos done. And since I already had a photographer, here we go. Oh, it's at the Mm -hmm. wedding. Could she and her fiancé just borrow her for 40 minutes? Oh, no. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, listeners. Now this makes a whole lot more sense. I knew there was key information missing. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, you called that. Hit that nail right on the head, Kristen. She didn't even ask me first, rather, oh no, went right to the photographer. The photographer told me, one, we didn't have the time if I wanted to stick to her documenting the pre-wedding stuff, and two, if I did decide to sacrifice some of that time, she'd require more money as she was paid for one specific event and engagement shoots are another. Kelly, if you're listening, I'm. this makes total sense to me, but I'm not a photographer. <laughs> I really didn't want to have her miss me getting a first look at myself in my dress and hair and makeup, so I told my friend no. She got really upset and kept bringing it up. The photographer did say she could take a nice picture of them at the reception, but didn't have time for a shoot. After the ceremony, I was off with my husband, having a few minutes as a breather before our reception. When I returned, the photographer... The photographer was annoyed and said that again, my friend had accosted her for an engagement shoot since she, in quotes, wasn't doing anything. I told my friend to cut it out and she told me I was being a bridezilla. Oh my gosh. At that point, I walked away and asked my maid of honor to tell her she needed to leave because I was on the brink of tears. In the week since my, quote, friend has posted on social media when she is a bride, she hopes she doesn't forget who her true friends are. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> A part of me wonders if I should have just caved and let her have the 40 minutes at some point and told her to pay for it. Am I the asshole? <coughs> no. <laughs> oh Sorry. my God. Oh, you called that though. I was just friend. <laughs> See, this is what the people posting want. They want us to go, no, your my- friend's an asshole. <laughs> Exactly. Yes, a thousand percent. I cannot. Um... Wait, was she also not going to pay her separately for engagement photos? Because that's what it sounded like. You said that it did sound like it. She was like, "Hey, we just got engaged. Let's just take forty minutes." And she's already here. Like you don't care. It's like, and so okay. So let's just again. I like to just tr- try and play devil's advocate for a second. 
I still, the friend's an asshole. Don't worry, everybody. But <laughs> maybe she doesn't, maybe this is her first time being a bridesmaid and she doesn't quite know how the photographer is really with you for like a ton of the day. And they don't get many breaks. I mean, they're lucky if they get, you know, some time to eat or like just take a breather. Right, and pictures of weddings I've been in. I mean, the weddings I've been in, the photographer is pretty much with us. Like as weddings I've been in when I'm a bridesmaid, the photographer is usually there when we're all, if we're all getting ready in the same spot, especially photographer is there with the bridesmaids typically even goes to, you know, where the groom, the groomsmen are yeah. taking photos of that. I mean, they are busy the whole time, and you know, and then, you know, whether like you do one break where she's like, you're not doing right. anything. Like, there's family pictures. There's getting the pictures of the actual ceremony. It's getting the reception, the bridal or the wedding party walking. I mean, make sure you have some you photos of grandma. Make sure you have some photos of Right. I mean, even then, just as a bridesmaid, not the photographer, I can't think of a wedding until probably we're well into the reception that I've even had 40 minutes for me to just do what I want, I guess, for lack of a better word. I would also point out she's wearing her bridesmaid's dress. Wouldn't that be weird to have your engagement photos wearing a bridesmaid's dress from a friend's wedding? Totally. I mean, I get it that, you know, your hair and your makeup's done, you're looking good. You know, definitely the times I've been a bridesmaid, I definitely feel very beautiful. I feel fancy. I'm looking good. I'm feeling, you know, but it just seems so odd. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I got, I got no, nothing to say about her not. Wait, I've got nothing to say about her being an asshole. Like, I can't even, no. No. And the poor bride, like, and then the friends accosting <laughs> poor. And again, like, shout out to Kelly and all the wedding photographers out there because, like, at least my experience, and again, listeners, if you, I'm sorry if you had a bad experience maybe with your wedding photographer or been a part of a wedding with one, but they work their tails off, the ones I've seen. Yes, we did have a story about a wedding DJ, and I think yes. DJs, I have met many DJs I don't like, but photographers, mm-hmm. <laughs> the ones I've encountered. Right, and I remember um, at my brother's wedding, the, the photographer, they had, um, I don't know, they had a couple options for dinner, but I think it was ribeye steak was one of them, which is what um, Eric told me to get and was really good. And like the photographer, you know, obviously they had the photographers too and he was so appreciative of this it was a big old steak and he was like that was the best steak ever (laughs) yeah i just remember eric and kate being like it's the very least we can do is to feed you like i think a lot of people do forget to like give the photographer a place to sit at the reception and give Mm -hmm. them food so i'm sure it's appreciated when people don't forget that (laughs) yeah absolutely no and Again, I'm sure there are some horror stories with photographers who I just personally, and I've been a part of many weddings, have never experienced one where I'm like, what is the photographer doing? Where are they? Yeah. No, it's more like, oh my gosh, can they stop taking pictures of me? I'm really good. (laughs) I'm well documented. You don't need a picture of me putting my shoes on. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Or like, yeah, even um, I remember there's a really funny picture for Kate's uh, Kate's wedding where she's, I think, had her dress on and is like looking just absolutely beautiful. And I'm like in the back still in sweats like on my phone. I'm like, <laughs> dude, you've told me to move. You should have gotten pictures taken of yourself during that time. <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, guys, do you mind if we just do a quick? My hair is looking really good right now. Can I just have, I need some new headshots. Yeah. Can I, can I borrow them for a minute? Shout out to Luis. That's who did Kate and Eric's and also some other friends' weddings. He's great. But does he also live in Denver? No, he lives in Illinois. Well, there you go. So, yeah, if you're in Illinois, I can show you Kate and Eric's and uh, several other friends have used him as well. <laughs> and he, yeah, works very hard. So, all right, Spooky Gavel of Justice, you ready? Before I'm we ready. go on a tangent about photographers. <laughs> you are not an asshole. What? Why was this person your bridesmaid? That's a whole nother thing we're going to get into, but <laughs> not the asshole. No. All right, Kristen, let's get to the, uh, the personal submission, not just not that she sent found it on Reddit and sent it, but she wrote this. We herself. love personal submissions. So let's figure out if Christine is an asshole. Here's the title. Christine, just want to preface, we love you even if you are an asshole in this situation. <laughs> I am I the asshole for putting my roommate's things on display and inviting people to come and see them? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, for sure, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, you don't think so? No, absolutely not. I can see in no way which Christine or any other party involved would be an asshole for that. Well, let's read it and find out, Kari. Okay, let's see. <laughs> My roommate was late coming back to town after a break while in college. A friend and I were bored, so we took my roommate's things, set them on shelves in the janitor's closet, and typed up museum-style descriptions for each artifact. I must say right off the bat, these are very creative people. Yeah, it sounds like it. After this, we printed signs pointing to the blank Memorial Museum. She's redacted the name. Inviting people from around the dorm to come and see all of her things on display. From frames, her hairbrush, some snacks, her passport, etc. Did we go too far with this prank in putting her personal things on display for others? Or was it fair game because she left us alone when she came back late from break and we had nothing else to do? And yes, we were heavily influenced by Jim's pranks on Dwight in the office at the time. <clears throat> you want to go first? <laughs> no, I read it, so you always, the other person always goes first. Um, do you know why they said it was a memorial museum? You know, it kind of makes it sound like the person died, but <laughs> it doesn't sound like she did, so I'm not sure. It's an important detail. Do <laughs> you know if there? Do you know if it was handicap accessible? I would hope so, but I'm not sure. It did not. Say. Mm. Was there an employees only section of the memorial museum? Now, would the employees be the janitor because it's in a janitor's closet, or are the employees the friends who took 
the personal belongings and put them in the museum. I can't speak from personal experience, so I'm not <laughs> sure. But <laughs> um, that with this passport, was that left unattended? I think you would know better than I would, actually. <laughs> was the passport left unattended, Kari? It was not. No, that was special viewings only. <laughs> Were any photographs being taken of the passport? Any flash photography? Probably, not directly of the pass. No, no photography was allowed at the passport um, station. Okay, and was it removed when the museum was not in yes. working hours? <laughs> Um, I believe the passport was removed when the museum was not under direct supervision. Okay. And how many people do you think came to this museum? Were they <laughs> from far and wide? Were they just friends of the person that was... A surprising like... amount of visitors came <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it was right after a long weekend, you know, people were kind of, you know, no one, I don't think there were any parties going on. People were kind of just getting back to campus and, you know, they noticed there was something new in the hallway. So, and there was a lot of signage. I know that. So I think people were genuinely curious. Now, I know you're on the second floor of the dorm. Was there signage more than just on the second floor? I don't believe so, but I believe as soon as you open the second floor door, which the lock was removed, um, it was not a locked door. <laughs> but I believe as soon as you entered the second floor, there were signs pointing you to the museum. But like on the outside of the door to get to the second floor in the stairwell, that was probably no. I'd like to plead uh, the fifth yeah, on that one. I, I feel do like not there's gotta, there has to have been a sign <laughs> on the stairs. <laughs> no, no idea. It was a long time ago. <laughs> well, it's it over ten like, years ago now. It's hard to recall. It sounds like Christine is also asking if you're an asshole, Kari. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Um, I mean, to you, was I ever an asshole to you? A thousand percent, yes. <laughs> I don't think there's any squeaky gavel of justice that could say no. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of a time. Well, that. just because you weren't like actually upset with us doesn't mean it still wasn't an asshole thing to do. Okay, that's a good question. Is that true? I mean, we did kind of take all your stuff and write comments about <laughs> Christine was your roommate at the time. So is it an what asshole is it an asshole move even if it doesn't upset the person you're doing it to? I think so. <laughs> we maybe mm. took your things and made it a museum in the janitor's closet. I mean, it was a very creative use of time, I must say. <laughs> Well, I was, we had been I was shocked when I came back. Like, I never expected my things to be in a museum, a memorial museum to myself. <laughs> First, middle, last name, Memorial Museum. We had been to the Chicago History Museum earlier that day, and it was on the drive home that I believe we said we should make a museum, and then there was zero hesitation about what kind of museum we would make. <laughs> <laughs> that I do remember. That's pretty good. 
I mean, it is a pretty good memory <laughs> from college. So, I would say that I didn't think you were an asshole at the time. I suppose if you had done it to someone else, they might Yes, think. I was just about to say, that joke would not have landed with many others. <laughs> so, I guess a good question to our listeners is, do you think, and I'll have to put this on Instagram, do yep. you think just because the person in the situation isn't, like, offended or upset by it, that it's not an asshole move? I don't know. It's a good question. I'd just rather fall the side of, yes, I am an asshole than to, oh. to try and say, no, I'm not. I think that's a <laughs> smarter play in life. Well, I'll also put that question on Instagram. Is Kari an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put that up on a poll. <laughs> Yikes. We did, yeah. You were you were not the only victim of pranks, um, but you were by far the most frequent victim. Maybe, because you wouldn't get upset. Maybe next time it'll be, was I an asshole for wrapping my friend's room in wrapping paper? Well, she Absolutely was. not. <laughs> well, the best was, um, I don't know if Christine, oh yeah, Christine... Christine may have been involved in this one, but we removed a light bulb from our friend's uh, dorm room, you know, by standing on a chair and removing the interior lights. <laughs> and when this friend, I know she's a listener, was trying to figure out who did it, her first thought was it had to have been someone tall. <laughs> <laughs> so I was not an initial suspect at all. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I believe some of the boys upstairs got the blame, and I was like, oh, yeah, they're totally. what assholes they I are. mean, I could see that. Some of the boys upstairs. <laughs> they deserve some of the blame, even if they didn't do it. Totally. So. <laughs> well, where are we go? I don't know. Squeaky gavel of justice. We're going to let the fates decide on Instagram. So, uh, <laughs> I guess I'll... <laughs> Listeners, Instagram, this is up to you true i suppose it's tough when it's a person directly story. involves both of us <laughs> <laughs> so this will be up on instagram in the next few days be sure to go and vote who's the asshole <laughs> or maybe there's no asshole i suppose i don't think i was an asshole <laughs> We'll have to try and find some pictures. I know there are pictures that exist of the museum. I wish, Christine and I have said so many times, we wish we would have saved a file oh, of yeah. the... Yeah, because you uh, typed out all the descriptions and labels. of That everything. took us a long time. That was a, well over an hour, for sure. If only Google and it was Drive like, existed back then, you would definitely crazy. still have it. Oh, yeah, because I have the same uh, personal Gmail. Yeah that I had back in college. Um, You'll have to look for photos and post them on Instagram if you can find them. I just remember we put a lot of things like found on the Van Putten family estate was very well written. (laughs) Circa. We use the word circa in estate a lot in those uh, descriptions. Yes. (laughs) Makes sense. Yeah, I do remember the hairbrush. Um... (laughs) I think it even mentioned my DNA on the one about the hairbrush. <laughs> like it was oh, we had one left. of the last the sources of my DNA. 
since I had recently passed, I suppose. The best, and again, we could just go down way too far a rabbit hole, but I will never forget when you just walked onto the second floor and you saw the sign and you just said, what did you guys do? <laughs> I had probably we just like, driven oh. like seven hours in the car all by myself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So again, for context, Kristen had just done a solo road trip from <laughs> Omaha, comes back and finds her stuff in the janitor's closet on public display. <laughs> I was probably just like, I, I need my hairbrush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. That was oh. a new passport too. I got my passport December of our sophomore year, so. It's only a couple months old. I'm glad you didn't lose it. And we were. The only thing I would say to defend us at all is that we definitely were very careful with your passport. The rest of your stuff, not so much. So, again, maybe we are assholes. (laughs) But your passport, we were like, we cannot. And you didn't put, like, my bra or my underwear on display. Like, it was Uh not really you're showing this to people. It was, yes. A hairbrush. No, I don't a... think there were. If there was any clothing artifact, it would have been like a T-shirt or something. At yeah. the worst. Yeah, I don't I think don't we remember, used any. Clothes. I don't remember any clothing. No, I don't either. So, we did have some boundaries. Very few, <laughs> but. Oh. Well, if any listeners were visitors of this museum and you have photos, please submit them. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be happy to see them. Oh man. I do have photos. We would get very bored. I do have photos of my wrapping paper wrapped room. Yes, those I think and are a little easier to find. But I don't And um also for our family members, I know you have family that listens and I do. I do. Um I would just more so for myself, but I was completely sober during this entire process. So I did do other things in college besides party. I made museums and pulled pranks on my friends. And you went Mm -hmm. to the museum. I went to an actual museum. I mean, class, I couldn't be bothered, but I did go to an actual museum and learn. There was learning that was done Mm -hmm. during college. (laughs) Absolutely. We went to several museums. Real and created by us. <laughs> there you go. That's what you paid for. The experience. <laughs> I don't think any of my family members that paid for my experience listen, so that's probably for the best. <laughs> it is good. <laughs> Whew. Yeah, that was good, Christine. I was not expecting that, so thank you. <laughs> that's <laughs> perfect, though. <laughs> I've had that ready to go for a few weeks mm. so I was glad to finally get to share it yeah that's a good gives um, all of our listeners some greater intel perspective on our friendship what, yeah. what you've endured over the years and maybe it gives you some ideas of actual personal stories you could submit to us I am sure on both of our ends Um, I think it's safe to say, because Kristen was not always innocent. She was the victim of a lot of, especially my, I can say my pranks, that is undeniable. But there were situations that perhaps we both could have been considered 
I'm actually currently thinking of one freshman year that maybe Emily could submit. Well, no, I would submit saying if I was the asshole to Emily. We'll see if she can figure out what I might be talking about. Come on, Emily. Yeah. (laughs) We we do encourage, but, you know, if you did not attend college with us and just have other, or you did attend college with us and have stories from any part of your life, we are happy to listen to them. (laughs) But we're also, you know, if it involves us and questioning us, that's okay, too. (laughs) We're happy to discuss our past behavior. (laughs) I say that now. I'll get a personal submission and decide to just pretend to not see it. No, no, just delete. Yeah, that spam mail is a real thing. (laughs) All right, Kristen, will you want to take us home? And also, again, we do not own rights to the music at the end of this episode. We do not, and I'll let it play a little bit longer just so you can jam out wherever you are and reminisce about your days in youth group or at Chick or you know wherever or if you didn't yeah if you didn't attend youth group um just feel free to judge away because this was a song that we would rock out to yes and don't listen to the words too carefully so please don't we do not um these lyrics are not representative of our current views current views on anything (laughs) oh man all right kristen take us home as always thank you to Chelsea and Christine for the submissions this week. We thoroughly enjoyed reading them and discussing them. Remember, there's one story that listeners, you need to actually be the judges Mm -hmm. on. So go to our Instagram, I've fallen and I can't get up, and vote your hearts out. One vote per listener, please. Submit your own stories to I've Fallen Podcast at gmail.com. And this week and every other week until we see you again. <laughs> Don't be an asshole, assholes. <laughs>